1: The following is an episode of the Ace of Geeks podcast. The following episode contains spoilers for episodes 5, 6, and 7 of Season 3 of The Mandalorian, Star Wars Rebels, the ending of Season 2 of The Bad Batch. Episode 9 of Season 3 of Star Trek Picard, and light spoilers for the 2023 movie Renfield. We also talk about the Mario movie, Stupid Sexy Gannon and Tears of the Kingdom, and why you probably shouldn't watch Trigun Stampede if you liked the 1990s version. Thanks for listening, friends, and as always, welcome to the warm hug of geekdom.
0: lovecraft's grave public grave and also a public bathroom but that's not how i used it
2: wink nudge nudge uh they also didn't use it in the way mary shelley would have used it uh anyway hello everyone Welcome to the Ace of Keeks Podcast. (laughs) We're trying this thing where we do an intro now instead of just assuming you know who we are. So hi, uh we're the Ace of Keeks Podcast. Uh my name's Mike and uh we talk about the highs and lows of pop culture. Who's everybody else?
3: Hi, I'm Mailing. Um You don't have to most
2: You know you go ahead for it. Go ahead. Sorry, sorry.
3: Do you want me to take that again? I I was just thinking we
2: would all introduce ourselves. We do the plugging bit at the end. Well,
3: you like said five sentences said, after your name so i'm rowan uh
1: <laughs> as you can see we are all good friends two of whom are married to each other uh and <laughs> we talk about lots of things including primarily star wars isn't that right fourth
0: co-host. I'm Jerris, and I am not one of the two people who are married in this podcast.
2: <laughs> It'll be a guess, a guessing game for all of you throughout the whole podcast, <laughs> if you're new, to figure out who's married.
0: Start shipping Mike and Rowan, everyone. Like um, they didn't
3: okay.
2: already. I mean, it is... <laughs> right.
1: When two okay. beards, um... much alike in dignity. Anyway, uh... <laughs> before
2: we get too too Therefore big into, you, before we get too big into wackiness i wanted to briefly take a moment uh to express actual real world rage uh at all of the bills that are being passed this year that are and these last couple of months that are actively designed only to hurt our trans siblings mm-hmm. so um if you're if you're in one of those places that isn't our warm little liberal bubble of California uh, that's that's having these things happen, please, please call your representatives. You may not think this matters to you. It does. It absolutely does. This is the first yeah. step, and then it gets worse from here. Don't let it get worse from here.
0: I um, just want to say that this is not a effervescent spiritual movement that can't be known or understood. It's done by people. And those people have addresses, and they like to go out to restaurants where water can be spilled on them.
2: In fact, it's mostly not illegal to spill it one of them.
0: Or to egg them
2: <laughs> by We them. get into legality with private property. I, if or, you, start or, you them, know, think,
1: to, but... to trip and have the can of soup that you got for your family fly out of your hands. and <laughs> for your soup, soup
2: for my family. <laughs> <laughs> We're not advocating that you disrupt the legally, We're not advocating that you disrupt anyone's meal. Uh, but uh, if you see Ted Cruz, you know what to do.
0: Yeah. For one thing, put the rock down. He doesn't like sunlight. <laughs>
3: uh, <laughs> actually, he really does.
0: Yeah, maybe a little too. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, um, we got we have so much to talk about today. We got to find a way to. Focus. Yes, we
2: we do have to. The real world sucks. Please do everything you can to help it suck less. Uh, and while you're doing that, when you need a break, dive into a form of pure entertainment like we're about to give you. Yeah. Isn't that yes. Isn't that right Grogu? Yay.
0: Yes. yes. Grogu, I have some very nice broccoli here. Would you like to have no, some? No. No.
2: Wow, Grogu has the same opinions well, as my daughter.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, um, what if uh, we built you a Mecca?
4: Yes. Yes. Yes.
3: Yes.
0: Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. we even got <laughs> it. Uh,
3: yes.
2: Grogu likes us. Uh, so yeah, uh, spoilers for this week's Mandalorian, I guess. We've sort of already done it. Uh, but uh, um, this week... Uh, well, we, you're right. Somebody said we hadn't talked about the last two weeks of Mando because we're a two, two we, every weeks. other week podcast. Three, yes, weeks. Uh, three, oh, weeks. three weeks. Wow,
0: full spoiler. <laughs> yeah,
2: full full spoilers. What was the one before the Lizzo episode? I don't even remember at this point.
0: Oh, uh, that was the Battle of Navarro. Oh, the second Battle of Navarro. Yeah,
2: the pirate uh, which fight,
0: which was one of the coolest goddamn episodes. <laughs> it really
2: was. <laughs> there like, was no i don't I, understand I liked immensely how there was literally zero danger it was just no din and uh um uh why can't i suddenly suddenly just, Bog- no oh, okay <laughs> <Bogutan> <laughs> just were like yeah um uh we're going to destroy all of these fighters and it's not going to be a struggle because you guys are flying pieces of crap
3: <laughs> well and also they are elite pilots yeah like and Din's in basically, like, a hot rod version
0: of a starfighter mm-hmm. yeah.
3: that, like, does these crazy maneuvers, <laughs> which mm-hmm. is just so great.
0: It's also really good seeing them on a team, um, because we don't really get a good sense of what makes bo a leader, and this really seems to be the series and the arc, or the um, season, season yeah. and the arc. In which she shows you, like, not only her disappointment in what happened and in herself, but like her um, aptitudes and the way that she is actually good at being a leader, and not only can direct Jin, but like doesn't have his blind spots on a lot of things and can give him really good advice. Yeah,
2: even if that They're advice is just very please compliment. stop the droids.
0: Yeah, this is <laughs> not helping. Oh my god. We uh, got so okay, close. We got to go one episode. In the
1: Buddy Cop, Jack Black, and Lizzo episode, we <laughs> got <laughs> so close to having an honest, goddamn conversation about droid rights and workers' <laughs> rights.
2: <laughs> yes. Well, probably, droid, unfortunately, we couldn't yes. have that because Din is racist against droids.
0: That, yeah.
2: For understandable reasons, perhaps.
0: But This was one of the most political bits of media. That Star Wars has put out outside of Andor, it was so great. in which like you get this place that's like we're a democracy, we're a true democracy. Who are we? Oh, we're royals of the democracy. You know how <laughs> we're a democracy? We have an underclass of people who cannot vote. We're a democracy. <laughs> like everything, it, everything it was, relies
2: on slave labor that we don't call slave labor because it's droids. Mm, we're a mm,
0: democracy. It, oh, god! It was perfect satire.
3: Um. Does that remind you? Does that remind you of certain people during the Clone uh-huh. Wars? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, kind of being like, "Oh, we're the better people because mm-hmm. we're using droids in our army, whereas you guys are using fully sentient Dro- beings." Droids but in my sentient. mind, the droids, yes, droids are so sentient. Yes. And like, what's so great is uh, Mike and I are currently playing a Scum and Villainy game, Hell which yes. is. A Star Wars skin of Blades in the Dark.
2: It's it's not explicitly (laughs) Star Wars. It's Star Wars with the serial numbers filed off, to be clear. Yes. But
3: But, um, we kind of bullied our uh, GM into a really interesting situation where we decided to all play droids. Except we have a token human.
2: Yeah, it was bullied in that we asked if we could do it, and he said yes. It was so much bullying.
3: (laughs) Well, I mean, it was kind of like, are you sure? We were like, absolutely. And so we've done things in this game, and then seeing... Basically what we came up with in the game in an actual Star Wars universe yeah. like Droids have we, bars. Oh, the droid bars. bar was yes. so fucking cool. The droid bar was perfect because that was exactly how we had imagined it, you know, That's that so like good. the moment organics walk into the droid <laughs> bar and was like yeah. yeah. What the?
1: yeah. it It was so good it felt like a beautiful inversion from uh a new hope that scene where they go into the bar and then the barkeep was like yes wait we don't serve their kind here your droids will have to wait outside we don't want them here
2: I always wondered why that sounded so fucking weird, and I didn't realize it was ADR until like three years ago. The original guy is a British guy, obviously. They filmed in London, and then they decided to go back and have him be re-recorded with
3: whatever that voice
0: is. Yeah, there are a lot of lines in Star Wars that don't really match up to the lips in in the right way. Um,
3: But, okay, mm -hmm. can we just talk about Pleasure 15 or Plezier 15, like, did you guys get there is no war embossing save vibes? vibe? Oh, so very oh, much. Oh, totally. Like, totally. especially well, the whole, like, we're taking you here. And it's like, I don't want to. Too bad. Sit back. Enjoy the ride.
2: Yeah. <laughs> was like... There was definitely a lot of things that were not questioned in that episode that I would have questioned more.
0: Yeah. I, I really like that they show us, the audience, an aspect where we, like... Can critique these things through, um, you know, through uh, compare and contrast the Ugnot society, which freaking amazing and totally reminded me of Mailing's character from that <laughs> very short Jedi game we played. Yeah, um, because that, I modeled like, it after the Ugnot yes. in Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly, Jin's like, "Yeah, I know how to do this." Takes someone's entire personality and just inserts it and the others are like, yeah, you're speaking our lingo. I appreciate this. It's very yeah. good. Um and like Christopher Lloyd. Oh, um, so good. Lines in the end where he's like, I do believe in democracy. Don't you understand? We were on the right side, the Jedi enforcers. Like of course, that's what the Jedi would appear to be to someone like him. Count who was a visionary. Able to like, no, 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 no. No, he was a visionary in suffering. Yeah. Uh, there's just, and bad at math. Um, yeah. But also, like I, I don't want to take too much from the politics, which were something I truly, really enjoyed in that episode. But I think this is the live action thing where we have first seen nanites in Star Wars. And I am losing my mind. They are so good. It's so, so good. I just, they said they're like, oh, they're nanobots. And I like vibrated out of my seat.
3: (laughs) I knew that was going to happen
0: the moment that they talked
3: about it. I was like, oh, Jairus is going to lose their mind.
0: I did. Okay, that's not the only time I lost my mind. I do not want to be annoying in this episode. But I'm going to well, take try my something God new. Damn-
2: like just just do <laughs> what you <laughs> always do.
0: <laughs> I am going to take my goddamn successes, play back three or four episodes, and you will hear me lay out Din's exact argument about why he is only holding on to the dark saber for Bocaton. Uh-huh. I said exactly what he said, uh-huh. and when he said it, I was like, "Thank you." <sighs> It was more like this. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) There you go. There you go. In in which case, how (laughs) did you? How
1: did you feel at the end of this most recent episode when Din came up and was all like, "Hey, I see you're having a feeling. I just want you to know that you have my undying loyalty, and I will serve you to the end forever." That (laughs) That
3: I was so fucking hot.
2: I (laughs) I was not into that ship. And then, what did he actually say? He said like.
0: Oh God! I'm into character, and that's why I follow but you. But the exact line to you, no, like, like, the
2: exact line
3: was something just kind of like, basically, I will follow you into hell. and yeah. um, I, I got like, that's why I like, took time away, decrease. but I gotta
2: look it up. Oh, you got it? Yeah. Nope. Uh, okay, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna. I have to look this up really quick and see what he actually said because well, it was um, too good to not quote directly.
3: <laughs> yeah. Well, and and I saw I saw a um, theory on the interwebs that Din and Bo, Bo Katan are actually a couple. It's just it is so not important their relationship status to the story that they just they are a couple. They work well, and it doesn't matter
0: that would make a lot of sense with their culture
3: at the same time like if they are a couple oh you know he got they th- you know that they they were doing well that night cuz after that speech hot
1: damn like it was. I mean, she's already established she's good with Grogu, and Din is very much a family man. Exactly. So he sure <laughs> yeah, is. That's yeah, that's true. That's true. So um, um. I
3: saw I saw another interview with Katie Sackoff because um, she's like all over TikTok, and all of her different good. interviews are all there. And she's a huge Star Wars fan, and so she was talking to the Grogu puppet in between takes as if it was Aww. like a real thing. Right. And like a real person. And so you can actually kind of see that with how bo interacts with Grogu. It's like, it, it's a true scene partner. It's not just like, Oh, I'm just talking to something. Um, She'd be amazing on the Muppets. So uh, she didn't realize that the puppeteers keep their mics on in between takes. And so she was kind of like just talking to Grogu and just being like, you know what? You're just so cute. Like, I've never seen you upset or mad. Like, how do you do that? How do you just kind of maintain this positivity? And so then the puppeteers contorted his face to make like a really angry, scary face. And she was like. I nearly died of a heart attack. It was so scary. (laughs) He looked like a gremlin who had, you know, like, been fed after midnight.
0: Um, Grogu's mad face is very cute, but also extremely pinch. He looks like you had just handed him, like, a kiwi, an apple, a pear, try a lemon, and like the parents do in those videos. Yeah, And the kid's like, yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. No, but um. um, But yeah. No. Like I, I didn't believe that their relationship was romantic. But like, I feel like there's definitely a strong bond there. True. Like a strong. Rowan, I have
1: an important revelation to give.
3: (gasps) Yes. What's that?
1: Um. You know how at the end, after Grogu helped Lizzo win space croquet, he got knighted.
0: Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's true.
1: On a technicality, Grogu is now a Jedi Knight. (laughs) Oh!
0: Oh! Hold on. I hope he makes Master before Anakin, like, oh no, wait, he's 50 years old. (laughs) Um, Also, speaking of romance, I really enjoyed the return um, of the noble son plotline from season one. Uh, where uh, Din is offered like a bounty on a Mon Calamari noble son. And then we see that storyline wrapped up in the beginning of that episode um, with um, the
3: other Mandalorians. Yeah,
0: Yeah, exactly. And I really like, okay, one, the entire Aqualish ship is so perfect. Everything about that was perfect. Two, them referencing the Aqualish... um, uh, am I saying the right people? I think so. Oh, wow. but... Uh Mon Calamari uh, Conflict. Awesome. So glad that that's uh, canon again. The fact that it came down to a Romeo-Juliet thing, I was cackling. It was so heartwarming. I loved it so much. I'm, it's sad it turned out that way, but also, this is what Star Wars is about. Yeah. It's not just Star Wars. It's also Star Love. And Star Peace
3: yeah <laughs> love and mm-hmm. peace love and peace love and
1: peace oh god yeah i'm right. gonna have to talk okay about okay how I, the got it, I got i got it I'm sorry, I'm
2: sorry i'm <laughs> sorry uh uh it was um the thing you said about honor loyalty and the other boy scout thing uh and then uh these are the, the th- reasons way? why i yeah uh these are the reasons why i serve you lady crease uh your song is not yet written i will serve you until it is
3: Ooh, <laughs> I mean, oh I just—I
0: just got goosebumps. Like, it's very good. It's very, intense. very good.
2: Oh wait, hold on—we're getting Grogu's reaction. Yes. Yes.
0: Yes. 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 <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, he went boom, boom in the robot. Oh no! <laughs> it's going to be so hard to clean that thing. Speaking of the robot,
3: I'm really glad that Grogu now has a mech yes. to actually yes. give him a little bit more agency in the scene, so sure. he yes. can be more than, like, an adorable puppet.
1: Riding in I a th- bassinet.
3: Yeah, like, I think it was really important that it was him that broke up the fight between, yeah. um... Yes! What's-his-face? Uh, oh,
2: animals and... Uh, um, um, oh, God. Paz Visla. Paz Visla, yes. Yes, Visla. Yes.
0: I totally agree. And when Din said, I didn't teach him that, I kind of feel like there were multiple times when you did teach him that. Yes, yeah.
1: but also no, because Jedi peacekeeping, mm. getting yeah, in the middle I mean, of conflict and cooling things down. Like, that's true.
3: Like, that's
0: adorable.
1: actually what they should be doing.
0: Yeah. It's a very good fusion of the Jedi and um, Mandalorian creeds together. Um, god, there was so. Oh my god. Also, okay, can, we so... just, can
3: we just pour one out for Paz? Oh, poor
0: Paz. Yes.
3: They established
2: oh, he had yeah. a kid and then they killed him off.
0: Killed and it was it the right. most badass
2: death scene of all time. And I take.
0: It took the Praetorian Guard and the styles were perfectly balanced between Return of the Jedi and the. Fucking uh, Last, uh, Jedi. Last Jedi. It was the exact middle point in design. Oh, I, thought I it was, was just very the designs
2: from Last Jedi.
0: Oh, they're way simpler. Oh, okay. Um, same, similar weapons. Okay, still. similar because I,
2: I was taking great solace in the fact that uh, knowing that those three guards would eventually be completely torn in half oh, yes. by Kylo and Rey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so now that we're on this episode, I really gotta say. There was so much I've always wanted to see on screen. Not always. Like, I'm just yearning. One of those, the Shadow cancel. Oh, my Wayne God. Wayne makes so much more sense than the way it's written in the novels. Like, they summarized so well in that scene. And the freaking Thrawn thing is represented by Paleo. I know. They His actually freaking... got Pallion
2: in, and ah! he looks like himself. It's great.
0: I... I melt and like Project Necromancer has yeah. this like weird tiffa tit or what like this conflict with whatever Moff Gideon's doing with cloning. It, it, well yes, no Project Necromancer tahu?
2: is it... the cloning. Moff Gideon's doing the we'll be better off if all of our stormtroopers are Mandalorians, because I like yeah. cultural yeah. Ba- appropriation.
3: He's basically true, being true. the Borg of the <laughs> Star Wars yeah. universe. He's like assimilating Bits that he likes,
0: yeah. And in that, this is the first time or in live action. a regular white guy. I know he's not a white seen... guy. I'm just
2: saying he's acting like a no, regular white yeah. guy.
0: Yeah, it's the imperial way yeah. they colonize. This um, is so not the way. Yeah. Um, this teenagers. is also the first time we have seen on screen the uh, Star Wars Rebels version of Imperial super commando armor. It was the exact same armor without the red light on the, on the, Oh, cool. Um, chest. I like did a shot for shot comparison. It's a, almost exactly like what they did in the, um, Gar Saxon arc. Oh, in very rebels. cool. So that probably means yeah, Gideon
2: it, took whatever Saxon had done and built on it. to Yes. Make the which
0: dudes. M- means there might be that weapon coming back. Who knows? Like, Which weapon, remind um, me? um, The electrical only conducts electricity to Beskar. Oh, um, yeah. That um, Sabine accidentally made and tried to destroy. I think she made it so it couldn't be used, but I'm not sure if the plans were. Yeah, I remember that there was. She did.
2: That they definitely had been used.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, that was one of the most genocidal moments we ever see out of Thrawn in that cartoon, where he's like just mustache twirling. I'm not going to tell you to kill all the Mandalorians, but I better see results, if you know what I mean. You know. Yeah. Speaking of Thrawn,
3: um, yes. what do you think about another live action appearance of one? I called it,
2: and I'm glad you that's did. my second. Uh, for those of you who I, don't I know, it was announced at celebration choice. that Lars Mickelson, who voiced <sighs> Thrawn on yes! Star Wars Rebels, is returning to play Thrawn in live action. I, I
0: cannot wait to hear that music. I cannot wait to hear that voice. And yes,
3: it's sexual. <laughs> uh, I mean, I I didn't uh, want to say you're
0: your evil boyfriend, but let's be real. We all have problematic Dom faves. Um, no. All of the us, though? The great thing. Hmm. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: love that. Perfect, I Rowan. Not, I will not be
0: included in this.
2: Rowan, you watch Sorry, the I we know you have at least one.
0: Think i did about not it. mean to vanilla shame you. Um, <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I'm allergic to
1: chocolate. What can I say?
0: Uh, hey. Oh. Hey. Um... I, I also got to say, uh, everyone they pick to play um, everyone we've seen so far, perfect. Like, the woman playing Hera fucking gets it. Uh, the woman playing Sabine, excellent choice. Yeah. Frickin' chopper, no notes. Except maybe more killing will probably happen. When- <laughs> When that show drops, the amount of deaths are going to multiply by such a chopper-induced number. I, yeah.
3: Well, also, um, I'm really excited for that for the Soka series because there's a Night Sister, and oh, she's the she's, she's the one sister. wielding the red saber, and I was like that. That outfit, that hair, mm, that skin tone. Mm. I maybe no, but didn't they all die? Wait, hold on. And
0: then uh, it did uh, again, get confirmed. I think, I think it's like <gasps> it did. That's wonderful. Well,
2: the, what was confirmed was that she is loosely affiliated with the Night Sisters of Dathomir, which is basically where everyone is in terms of the Night. Yeah. yeah,
0: she's like, probably like genetically or originate as culture yeah. in that way. Yeah, I love that they describe them as like. Dark Force users, Darksiders, Dark Jedi, not Sith. Yeah. Very excited to see what that means. Yeah, well, and what the, um, um,
2: the, main, the old guy, his lightsaber, it's orange, not red, which I'm kind of excited
0: Yes, it's the exact color of Vader's lightsaber in the original Star Wars poster where the artist was like, I don't know what this movie's fucking about. <laughs> um, the hilt design, I'm looking at that post right now on my wall, also exactly the same with the katana. Oh, neat. Uh, guard yeah yeah um but it's good but yeah i i
3: kind of feel though that the ahsoka series are like oh we don't have enough female characters in star wars let's just put all of them in one show (laughs) make a couple more you know like we'll just have one old white dude who's probably going to say mm-hmm. some problematic grandpa things and it's going to be great <laughs> because the women are going to take him down.
1: We'll have one old white dude who is clearly the villain. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Would, Everything like, is what do you say to, as I have foreseen. Right. Yeah. Something
0: something you something. Say,
2: something <laughs> dark dark side.
0: <laughs> what do you say for more Hera Grogu? Yes. I agree. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm, I'm very excited. I'm very excited to see
3: Hera again and like especially to see Hera post Rebels.
2: Yeah. And if kind of
3: coming out of that yes. space.
2: We haven't seen anything of uh uh young Jason yet, so I don't know if he's gonna be in the show, but I hope so. Oh, that's that
3: right, because be she was cool. pregnant. Yep. Yeah, yeah. sorry,
0: spoilers. I completely forgot. Right, because also, like, is the only thing in Star Wars canon that would ever suggest that humans and Twi'leks are in any way compatible, which, like, awesome? Yeah. Or maybe the Force? Who knows?
2: He uh, he got green hair out of it. He looks like a human, but with green hair.
0: <laughs> Instead of head tentacles, yes. Yep. I thought he had little nubbins. He
2: might have them under the hair, but we didn't back. see them in the show. Yeah. I mean, he's only in, yeah, like, one knows? scene
0: also uh the guy they got to play ezra um looks amazing yeah he looks so much like his like old teenage self in that image and then they show like what he the actor looks like post-production and i'm really hoping that they're going to do a long hair ezra i don't know it'll be cool
2: yeah it'll be interesting to see what they
0: do (sighs) Well, because I mean, to the Empire. there was also just
3: like <laughs> so much at the end of Rebels that was kind of left yes. ambiguous. So it, it's going to be nice to one see more Ahsoka, see some yes. new characters, learn some new stories, but also potentially get closure or a continuation on characters that we we love and yeah. and are important. Um, to us. yeah. And then, uh, let's see, what else is
0: there coming There were so up? many great announcements. They talked about the third season of Bad Batch. They yes. did? Um,
2: There's new Tales of the Jedi coming? We don't know who's going to be involved.
0: Yes, yet. which looks very good. <sighs> the second seen... season
2: of Visions looks fucking amazing.
0: Yeah. <sighs> yes, but unfortunately, I have not yet seen anything that looks like they're going to do another scene out of the Ronin story and no. that makes me sad. Oh, well, I
2: think it's it's they wouldn't do that but, unless they had the original studio back and the the whole point is uh, that they're getting new studios this time all from all over the world. Yeah. yeah.
1: And Ronin got that's its own discreet novelization. Well, yes, yeah, so, that's what
2: Jerris wants more mm, of.
0: <laughs> yes. I there were they did the entire scene scene for scene in the book. Now I want them to take another scene from the book, like one of the more queer scenes from the book and then put that into Visions. Mm-hmm.
1: I think that I might just require was... us to get rich and hire our own animation studio with the permission of the yeah. person who wrote the
0: book. But... And
2: the permission of Lucasfilm. But I mean, these I mean, things are easy sure. to get and
0: have no legal problems. <laughs> sure. Oh yeah, we'll, it'll be fine. I mean, they, they um... changed
1: enough stuff in the book. We can call a, a, a lightsaber a Sun Lance or something.
2: Mm, yeah, that's, again, how that works, and certainly not something that anyone would sue us over.
0: Yeah, Right? I mean, if Scum and Villainy did it, um, <laughs> I feel like there was another announcement that I'm skipping Oh, oh there's going to be an Obi-Wan Season 2. No, there's not oh, going to be there? an Obi-Wan Season 2. There's, there's no, not. No, oh, there's no, there's there isn't? going to be an obi oh. Oh.
2: The news was that there will not be.
0: <laughs> I Which see. is really I was too, too bad. I, this I, is I, what I, understandable. Yeah. Reading comprehension
1: is sadly declining in American schools, but you can, anyway. <laughs> Don't worry, everyone. Jairus just teaches your children. English. Uh, <laughs>
0: um, no, I think I got led misled by hype. Um, fair enough. Yeah,
3: no, that's fair. But, like, while I am sad because baby Leia was just, like, the most amazing Perfect. person, Perfect. and I saw Perfect. my own daughter in her, like, so much, the story got to a good point, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, like... I think what I would want more of, instead of sad Obi-Wan Kenobi living in a cave watching you know, Luke grow up from afar, I want a Princess Leia, the early years leading into.
2: Let's actually, just adapt, just, doing the let's just adapt it. Let's just adapt it. Let's just yes. not change yeah. anything. Yeah. Let's just adapt that. Let's just not change perfect. anything, Dave. Dave, yeah. let's just not change anything.
0: Not a single. Because that that oh book god. was
1: amazing.
0: Yeah, it was absolutely perfect. Yeah. the book is titled um, "Princess of Alderaan."
2: Leia, Princess of Alderaan. I believe the Princess Leia, of Alderaan. Yeah,
0: yeah. it's um, so good. Oh my god, I feel like we've learned more things. Um, but I don't want to say anything that's wrong because I just messed
2: <laughs> up. It's okay. Um, I'll just correct you. That's what I do. Yeah, I
0: want to regain my honor
2: i'm sorry zuko
0: <laughs> that's rough buddy um <laughs> yeah i don't i i think that might be it i don't know i'm just so excited about thrawn i'm so excited about Hera, the ahsoka so all of these they look so oh great. did
2: we talk about fucking keller and beck
0: no oh my
2: god that sequence was so cool I started jumping up and down and cheering as soon as um, Ahmed Best, I've, Ahmed yeah, as Best. soon as Ahmed Best appeared yeah. on the screen, I, I got so excited. It's just so good to see him and playing his character from Jedi Temple Challenges, which is amazing. <laughs> he,
0: it's called he Synergy. Was, he was incredible. Yes, um, and like yeah. not only being a badass, but like getting great lines. Um, just all in all, fucking awesome. And it totally makes sense that in order to join in the rituals of Death Watch, you must first revisit your trauma so that you can be reforged into a badass.
2: (laughs) I want to talk about that a little bit, actually, because I was, as I've said in previous episodes, I was sort of worried that um, the fact that the children of the Watch are a cult was going to be glossed over. And it kind of hasn't been. They have talked about how they're descended from Death Watch, but they've also given them reasons to be something different from Death Watch 2. Yeah, they've
0: made it clear that Death Watch doesn't formally exist anymore. Mm -hmm. They also mentioned that uh, Death Watch was on the moon of Concordia, which was also true in Rebels. Yep. It was true in Clone Wars as well. Yeah, that's where they come from. Um, So yeah, um, just all these continuities are incredible I really love seeing all of these stories move through the background in Mandalorian um, and as well in Bad Batch. Bad Batch ended on a really powerful, great note. Um, not without pain, but it's good. Um,
3: yeah. If you guys want to talk um, about it, Mike and I can always... Yeah.
0: I haven't watched it yet, but... Are you up to date, Rowan?
1: I am up to date on Bad Batch, and although I would agree that the ending is very powerful, I would say that it's the kind of powerful that you should wait until Season 1 starts airing to uh, watch. Oh, Season
0: season 1 or Season 3?
1: Do th-
2: you mean Season 3?
1: Season 3, sorry. Yes, okay. you should wait until yes, Season 3 sense. starts airing before finishing Season 2. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. So are we talking...
3: That- Deadly Education type cliffhangers or uh...
1: approximately that level of cliffhanger. Yes. Okay. Oh, actually, Speaking... Mei, Ling, Mei Ling. Yeah. End of book two. Oh, even worse. So wait yeah. until wait until season three starts <laughs> airing and then okay.
0: go for it. Can well, I, I have
2: to pee, so if I... y'all want to talk about it, go ahead.
0: <laughs> and I don't um, mind spoilers. Guess... So. Okay. Oh, you're gonna mind this spoiler.
3: Okay. Fine. All right. Kind of give us a thumbs up when it's...
0: Will do. Okay, so now we finally figured out, by the way, uh, full spoilers. Um, we finally figured out why they were spending so many episodes mm-hmm. developing a text character. Yep. And it's so it would hurt more. Yep. Yep. <laughs> God, that... Mm, that last line he shared uh, with Wanda Sykes' character, freaking chilling. It, it's so obvious she wanted
1: more. Yeah, yeah, and he was like, "I, I don't, I don't know that I understand this or if I can even give it. This is, I'm, I'm awkward. I'm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't dislike that this is happening, but I also am not sure
0: I get it. Um, I have really no emotional place for this." And then that, yeah, we'll see each other again. Yes, maybe not. I guess we'll see what happens in season three.
1: Yeah, we'll see what happens um, in season three. I am really, I am really, really hoping that Tech somehow managed to do some bullshit about it.
0: And they only got his goggles. Yeah, I'm kind of hoping we see Tech back at, um, uh, uh, uh Waylon. Yeah, um, at the cloning center. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, no, not Pabu, back at uh, being held like uh, crosshairs. That would be a very interesting, that's how they got the glasses. Mm. However, did you notice um, when, uh, when Omega is holding up the line of troopers to try and free her friends, it is the exact same situation by which Indiana Jones got captured in The Lost Ark, when he had the rocket launcher.
1: I haven't seen that movie in a long time. It's an interesting.
0: Someone did like a shot by shot of like her doing that thing and Indy with the rocket launcher, and they're like, "Ah, we'll just kill your friends. And then both are like, okay, I guess you could capture me too. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah. What did you think of? Yeah. No, go ahead. What did you think of the way that they found Pavu and how that turned out? That was. It was really interesting. Like, I...
1: It's been interesting seeing how they played out the whole
0: gradual, like, disconnection from... um, Sal. Yeah. That was such a role-playing moment. Yeah. The way that, like, hey, you haven't connected with this mom boss in a while looks like she's gonna turn on you. That's very much, like, player choice consequences right there.
1: Yeah, but, like the way that that specific scene where the reveal played out made it feel a lot more like uh, I was pressured into doing this,
0: but that oh, might've sure. also
1: just been her like trying to pass the buck and being like, I was mad. Cause you guys weren't hanging out with me and enriching me anymore. And then uh, you come back here relying on me to take care of you. And I, whoops, Pure, I turned you yeah. in.
0: I, she definitely felt sad. I think that might have been also, like, easier to make that decision when the kid you're hurting isn't in the room. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Um, other episodes from that series you particularly like? I gotta say, I really love any situation in which rebels break into an imperial facility only to discover another group of rebels <laughs> to do the same thing mm-hmm. because they don't talk to each other. Yeah. Yeah. That whole
1: sequence with Saw Guerrero being like, Hey, sucks to be you. I guess your objective runs counter to my objective. So I guess, I
0: guess which one of us is the most ruthless by.
1: Yeah. And it wasn't the clones. Cause the clones are like, we have a kid and we're trying to be responsible. And Saw Guerrero was like, fuck shit up. Do crimes. Be a rebel. Yeah, yeah. I was so mad at, at Saw for blowing up the entire hangar. It made perfect sense, but also just the incidental destruction. We're of, like,
0: there's no way they can get what they needed. Yeah,
1: yeah. And when I when yeah. that happened, I was like, okay, this is the second to last episode. There's no way at this point that things end on a good or hopeful note. They're just kind of going to end at a place that sets up, hey, things are pretty bad, and then things were worse than I expected. But like, part of that involves just me being frustrated at Omega's writing this season. Oh, really? Yeah, because in season one, it felt like she was approaching a lot more situations carefully, intellectually, tactically. And in this season, it's very much... It's it's been a lot less of that so, and a lot more
0: of mm, I have mm-hmm. big
1: feelings and I'm gonna act on them
0: because yeah, I am she's a much person. more the child in this story and yeah. less the prodigy.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. That's true. And also, we got that um, amazing reveal about her connection with someone else that makes me very curious about what's going on and what the interpretation of Omega will be. Mm-hmm. I guess we're not going to find out until season three until season um, three. Yeah. Yeah. And that's all I want to say about that. Okay. Mike. Excellent. Holy crap. What? Um, You probably already talked about Zelda tears of the kingdom. But Not I just yet. found out that sexy Ganon is going to be voiced by Matt, Matt Mercer. Mercer.
1: Yeah. Oh fuck.
0: Oh my god. He's
1: going to open his mouth hey, and people are going to learn s- things about themselves. Mm-hmm. Oh, have you seen this art? Uh-huh. I, it is
0: so daddy.
2: It's so <laughs> so very daddy.
0: There's just too it's,
1: much daddy per capita. It's like more, that's the it's reason more daddy
2: f- that should be legally allowed. Honestly, that's the reason Which why people why keep he's-
1: letting him fuck up Hyrule. He looks very fuckable. <laughs> 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 uh,
0: Let's wait for mailing to put her headphones on. Yeah. I want to ask her if she agrees. Hey, so, babe, sex with no hot
1: Ganon? Yes and no, mailing.
0: Um, yeah, new mailing is new Ganon daddy
3: okay so it's complicated um (laughs) because like there's just so much about the new game that's just like so snorkin beautiful and amazing and i cannot wait to just lose myself in this world um but like ganon i just mm, no, because he's just a pig Like, I I can't.
2: He is, in personality, a pig. You're absolutely right. But, uh... that,
1: that, That, That... That ass... That body... That yeah, yeah that, that Those game. muscles. Well,
3: I mean, also, like, I just, I wonder how many tattoo shops are going to get these, like...
1: <laughs> like Flexing Gannons.
3: <laughs> well, not, not only the Flexing Gannons, but are going to get these, like, really, like, basically twinks coming in and being like, hey, can I get, like, my chest and my arm in these tribal tattoos that are not appropriated as far as I know? But it's from this video game, and you know like i'm i totally want to be like link um uh, so it'll it will yeah.
1: be interesting to see yeah a I, twink my brain would twink. Completely he come there. to town <laughs> <laughs> my brain went in a completely di- different direction like the sailor tattoos of mermaids that people get except it's <sighs> ganon doing jojo poses
0: <laughs> oh my god that's hilarious look what ha- hey I look at him when I go to the gym and he encourages me to get swole.
3: I mean, he is all about that power mm-hmm. baby. Um, so <laughs> the Triforce this... of
2: lifting, bro. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh my God. Meanwhile, Zelda's just over here. Like, Oh my God.
2: I'm it is kind of funny. They did. They did make um, Ganon super hot and buff at uh, the same time. They cast. Matt Mercer, who is the god of twinks, uh, to play him. <laughs> yeah.
0: Matt, no, hold on. Is Matt Mercer a twink? Let, let me look.
2: This. I mean, okay,
0: when you compare a, a
1: semi long haired bean pole yeah. yeah. with a pretty face.
0: Yes. Oh, he got wizard but Well, I guess wizards are a kind of twink. Yeah, wizards yeah. are a yeah. kind of twink, dearest. <laughs> yeah. You
2: should know as a wizard.
0: I am not a twink. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> But no, boss. I am
3: I am very, very, very excited for this new Zelda game. Um, I'm trying to figure out how best to ask my in-laws to watch my daughter for the entire weekend of my birthday <laughs> because I am not going to be present. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> matt mercer final um ruling not a twink is a fox ah i see um you were saying mainly
3: um but yeah uh i just very very excited happy birthday to me nintendo thank you
0: thank you yes (laughs) the this news out nintendo has been great and with that would we like to talk about nintendo's big recent movie
2: yeah. Da, 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 um, da, 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 so Melee and I went and saw uh da, 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 da. the um the new Mario movie this last weekend. Um, um and
3: because our daughter is a Peach and Bowser shipper
1: mm-hmm. and um Oh, oh, from what I know of the big song that came out of that
0: movie, oh, very exciting I... times. Yeah Mike, your video caused me to go and look up and watch that video, and it's kind of like they sold it on all right this this music's got everything it's got jack black what you mean he's just there no 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 you don't understand this video is essential jack Black. Uh, yeah Yeah. it's
2: the jack blackiest jack black that ever jack black so
0: so Mm -hmm. one thing that's
3: kind of hilarious about this mario movie is um so our daughter again she is a Uh, Oh, man, I gave it away, the two people who are married. We have a daughter. Anywho, um, our (laughs) daughter is
4: is (laughs) super into
3: Super Mario. And um, she believes truly that Mario and Luigi are her brothers. And that uh, Peach and Bowser are a couple. And part of the reason for that is we wanted her to enjoy the games, but she's very conflict averse. She hates conflict. My fault. In any form. So, Mike, what was your solution?
2: I told her the canonical truth that um, Bowser and and mario and all of them are canonically putting on a show and that they don't actually actively dislike each other um and that, that they are you know they they go out and uh play uh they go out and play um like uh sports together Pretend. and things like that and then they just go and put on a performance that we're all watching and playing um, and bowser literally-
1: just goes hard
0: yeah, literally true. Yes. Because Mario Party
1: is canon.
2: Yep. And Mario
1: and 3 is canon. That,
0: yes, Mario yeah. 3. They made it clear. It's um, all a stage show. Yeah. So
3: so we thought we thought this uh discussions of this ship were only going to happen in our house amongst us. But apparently she has gotten into heated debates on the play yard about the true nature of Peach and Bowser. And, and And she just does not understand why other people don't agree with her OTP. And um, she, for a while, did not want to see the movie because, you know, she was worried that, uh, basically, Peach and Bowser wouldn't end up together. So we explained that, like, this movie is before Bowser became good Bowser and actually the movie
0: supports <laughs> her death. whoa and we won't whoa. say anything more
2: about that right we won't say anything more way but I was,
0: to go fusion
3: i was so pleasantly surprised and pleased with honestly how heartfelt the movie was
2: yeah like nice. I, I went in with yo zero i cried ex- yeah i went in with absolute zero expectations because illuminations has had some good movies despicable me one and two are great um but uh it's not always hit 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 and miss yeah i mean they also made the minions movie and they're one of those studios that i always kind of look at as is this a movie or a cash-in um Mm -hmm. yeah but uh this was really good um the music the, the question is the awesome. question that the question that everyone has going to ask us is, is Chris Pratt a decent Mario? and shockingly the answer is yes. He does yeah. fine. He does fine with yeah. playing the everyman character that he's set out to play. Um, and you know, sometimes that's what you get. Um he does a good job with it. Uh, the yeah. rest of the cast okay. is also incredible. so you know, there you go.
3: Yeah, they've they've done some good updates to the characters like Peach takes care of business. Um good. which was also really great to, you know, take my young daughter to and see one of her idols kicking ass and taking names. Yep. Um that was pretty cool and like the music is so fantastic so because fun the person who made the score clearly loves the source material. And so like they would take the original source material, but then like make it with like a full symphonic orchestra and like, like change it it slightly. And like, I can't even, I just listen to it on Spotify. It's so cool. It's great. It's so cool. You know, see the movie
2: first. Uh, There are a couple of tracks that unfortunately got cut because, um, they decided to replace yeah. them with uh, pop songs instead. So there's some Which stuff is there. unfortunate. Like, yeah, there's some stuff like Take I on heard Me one of there. it
0: was like a rights issue that they could not get to write the rights to um, the Donkey Kong rap.
2: Yeah, you know, you would think that, but they released that Donkey Kong track on the official CD, so clearly they had the rights. I think so. Whoa. somebody at, at some level was like, we need more pop songs in this, because that's what yeah. it, we did in Trolls, and it made a lot of money. Right. You know, or something like
3: that. <sighs> i mean they're not wrong yeah but then now again tell
0: me rock party anthem anthem wasn't in this movie right no party rock yeah. yeah yeah
3: yeah but um yeah i would definitely recommend it it's not deep
2: okay no and it definitely not... isn't like a pixar you know
3: but mm. it is a nostalgia fest in a Fun way so it's like If you've played the games There's lots of little things In there for you To just really really enjoy And pick up on and if you've Never played the games like our In-laws um Or my in-laws Mike's parents um They <laughs> oh, still had a great again. time <laughs> <laughs> Yeah Dang it ah oh. Ah oh, um, shucks Uh they they still had a great time and mostly it was just a lot of fun to to see my daughter's first real fandom like kind of come to fruition um and like yeah she she closed her eyes during some of the scarier bowser moments and um (laughs) she she had this one point where she just closed her eyes and like grabbed onto our hands and was like just tell me when mario's back on the screen and then i'll yep. open my eyes again <laughs> we were like oh okay oh. i'm sorry um but yeah it's super fun highly recommend
2: very very good fun fun mm-hmm. show yes. enjoy much
0: yeah excellent um, yeah. i'm so glad i see it's become the highest grossing video game movie ever
2: yep which makes sense yeah yeah well, we should take a little bit of time to talk about this week's Picard, which I think means Jarris and Rowan have to go off mic for a little bit.
0: Uh, I some don't, because and I, I don't
1: care about Star Trek spoilers. <laughs> I
0: do. I'm still on episode one of this season. Oh, so. wow. Yeah. Oh,
2: wow. You okay. have such a journey ahead of you. Yes. They're already off. Enjoy. Uh, okay, so this week's Picard, let me hit that spoiler button. Where is it? Got it. <laughs>
3: so, Rowan, uh, did you watch any of Next Generation Star Trek?
2: No. Okay. okay. All so, right. so this is meaningless to you, but we yes. should talk about the high the high points of this week's episode, which was a very big game changer right before the finale. Um, there is, uh, um. There's two things. So, we finally yeah. found out what was behind the Red Door. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, all of Mailing's hopes and dreams came true once again for the 50th time because the Borg are back, baby! Look, uh, the
3: Borg are just a great way for there to be this, like, overarching uber bad guy that's just so scary because of how they adapt. And, like, what they've done in this season with the adaptation mm-hmm. of the Borg... So, before, um, to fill you in, uh, the Borg were these cybernetic beings that basically took the best of all of the races that they assimilated. And the way that they assimilated is that they would inject nanoprobes um, into you, and you basically like got taken over by these little robots, and you became a cybernetic being yourself.
1: Yeah. I, I have seen some Star Trek movies. The one that sticks in my mind might be the first one that they did with Picard, which is the one where the primary antagonists are the Borg and they do some time travel.
2: That is the second one, actually. That's first Okay, the, st-
1: the, the first
2: one was generations, which were per- Kirk teaming up with Picard.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it was the second one where, um, cause I didn't know before that, that Picard had spent some time yes. as a Borg And got better somehow. Uh, So what
2: we found out this episode is that he didn't get better. Uh, He didn't. He um, uh, He repressed. uh, Yep. They thought he had a disease called Eremotic Syndrome. It was actually organic technology that the Borg had left behind in his mind and that he had passed on to his son, uh, which allowed uh, them to take over the entire Federation fleet uh, because the Borg had also... Managed to install this this DNA they took from Picard's body. Uh, Picard died in a previous season. Don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> into um uh into all of the transporter systems of the fleet. So every time you transported, you got Borg and tech implanted in you. Fuck. So
3: so this season, there's actually been two kind of big bads. So there's the changelings who could be anyone. Mm -hmm. Um, they can take the form. They do have a hard time, like keeping solid form. So they have to like revert back to goo. And it used to be that they don't bleed, but then they've evolved to be able to bleed. And so they can kind of pass that initial test. And also they've evolved their physiology that when they get scanned, they're scanning out as whatever species. So everyone's freaked out about that. Turns out that they've infiltrated Starfleet at the highest level. So everyone's like, oh, shit, this is bad. And then we find out now that everyone who has gone through a Starfleet transporter has this DNA sequence, which makes them a receiver for the message of the Borg. Mm. And basically on Frontier Day... But only if they're
2: under 25.
3: Only Uh, if they're under twenty-five, because once your
2: frontal low low, uh, frontal cortex has stopped developing, it doesn't work on you anymore. Yeah, which it's a it's a it's a a convenient excuse to make it so that Picard and all of the older generation from Next Gen aren't affected and can go save the day. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Uh, but like, it's wild because that is just like such a good idea. (laughs) you yeah. know like it's such an insidious way of assimilating
4: mm-hmm.
3: and like it's so scary
0: yeah. because
3: it's it's a technology you've come to trust and actually have come to like not be able to really do business without without yeah
2: um
3: and so like and and yeah there's basically all of the newer ships have have installed these like automated modules so they're all now connected in a net and we're all like did no one go like think about this um and then we were like oh you know what happened to that one person who went um they were killed replaced by a changeling and then they were like this is great this is a great plan guys i love this let's plan let's do this mm-hmm. so yeah things are things are in and the yeah.
2: the this of course all leads to. So first of all, uh another high point. Um we saw the uh enterprise uh F launch for the first time, which is the ship from the game that I work on Star Trek Online. Uh and it was beautiful and wonderful and everything that we could have wanted it to be and they really gave it all the uh the pomp and circumstance they could and I appreciated it. Uh, but then also, of course, because every new ship is linked to this network and every uh and every you know one under 25 is invested with borg stuff um they uh they have to get the crew together back on the enterprise d And which Jordy has been fixing up. And we got this lovely 10 to 15 minute sequence of getting back on the bridge of the ship they flew all the way through TNG and getting to see her again and getting to see all the crew back in their stations. And I cried like a baby.
3: (laughs) Yeah. This season is definitely a nostalgia fest, but Mm -hmm. again, it's in a good way. And they're also bringing back old enemies in a new and exciting way. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm excited it's... to see the finale.
2: Yeah. And I can't wait to hear Jerris's reaction when they get to it. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. But yeah, yeah. I think Jaris! should be. Jers. Um, I feel like uh that probably covers lig and my are we doing this week cuz we're already over the hours, so why don't we move uh... on?
3: The only other thing we did this week is we went to Super Nintendo World.
2: Oh, yeah. Ooh. And, Ooh. Um,
3: which is super fun. They did a fantastic job getting the vibe of the Super Mario game, but there were too many goddamn people.
2: Yeah, we could not oh, get sure. anything For better. Sure. Uh, um, we, we, we met Mario and Luigi. We met Peach. Those were our goals. Our daughter was happy. We left. <laughs> and then we
3: GTFO'd. So, like, the, the main the main draw of that world is that they have little mini-games that you can unlock keys, and if you collect um, all three keys, then you get to go to a special mini-game. The lines
2: for all the mini-games were insane.
3: So long. So long, and so we were just like, not worth it. (coughs) (coughs) Sorry, guys. Uh, Not worth it, but I'm excited to go back when there's less people. Yeah. It will be very cool. It'll
2: be very fun.
3: And also I'm excited to go back when my back isn't being a little bitch so I can ride <sighs> the Mario Kart ride. Mm-hmm.
2: But. Yeah. All right. Rowan, what 15 uh, things do you have for us this week?
1: I should probably go last because of how many things I have.
2: Or go now because of how many things you have. <sighs>
1: Okay, so I was going to have less things, but then somebody, through that love and peace reference, I was reminded about the fact that I did finish watching uh, Trigun Stampede.
0: Oh, then you're further than me.
1: Should I not talk too much about it? No, it's fine. Okay. Uh, What level of spoilers are you comfortable with? Medium. Medium spoilers. (laughs) Medium spoilers. (laughs) Okay. Uh, So... The creator of the original manga has made a statement about uh, the stuff and has been like, the manga was one thing. The original anime had to be made before the manga was done, and it's its own thing that's not what I made, and I love it. And this new thing is also not what I made, and it's good, too, on its own merits. Um, So that's his opinion. That's sweet. My yeah. opinion on it is that if you liked the original, you there's nothing for you here. Oh. oh, wow. Okay. Uh, the new one, like the original Trigun, had things to say about the nature of life as a human, the nature of violence and our relationship to it and solving problems, uh, and on and on and on. And, uh, this new one is primarily an eco-environmentalist story. It's not about redemption in the same way that the original was. It's not really about the relationship between the brothers. Uh, it's not really an allegory for anything. Uh, it the, the best way that I can describe it is, I think, the way that I've described it before, which is I would like it better, probably, if it didn't feel like a stranger Trying to introduce them to themselves to me while wearing the face of a loved one.
0: Mm. Oh, that um, is rough. Yeah, I will probably keep watching, but I get it.
1: Yeah, um, and beyond that, is just cinematically speaking, it's kind of frustrating because it's like the cinematography in some moments has better storytelling than the script. Mm. Uh, so that can be kind of like, Ugh, but. Yeah, no, by all means, finish watching it, Uh, and I would love to actually hear your take, Jairus, on on everything, because it seemed
0: like from the jump you were
1: more into it than I was.
0: I am, um, I'm not far enough along, I've had to let it fall by the wayside, but when I do finish it, I will weigh in. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm I'm kind of in agreement that the themes are extremely different, Mm -hmm. um... I I just got to wait and see. Yeah. I am committed to watching it. I've just been doing way too much. Yeah. Uh,
1: So that's my brief uh, anime corner. There's other stuff that came out this season that I enjoyed a lot more, um, but I'm not going to talk about that. Instead, I'll talk about the interesting, fun fact that I fell back into Warframe. uh, (laughs) Uh What a
2: Surprise!
1: yeah. Um I've been playing for a long time over the years uh and in the last like week or so I finally got together enough of the materials that I needed to make an absurd number of different weapons and warframes so I can play in a lot of different ways but also every time I get into warframe sufficiently I'm like, "Well, when do I unlock this?" and it's like, "Well, here's the three or four additional steps." you didn't know you needed to take to unlock this thing that everyone on Reddit is talking about as if it is totally normal to have it.
4: And I'm like, Oh,
1: cool. Okay. So that's well, going to be another like week's commitment to just trying to move this thing along.
2: Because those people's entire lives are Warframe. And I don't even mean that as a negative thing. That's just how some people are.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I've been I've been mostly enjoying it I've gotten to a point in the game where I can do Most of the content because of How powerful the stuff that I have access to Is Um, And I'm really looking forward to uh, On or around April 26th, playing their New free expansion, the Duveri Paradox Where they decided To take some of the premise of their game And turn it into A roguelike
4: Ooh Yeah. Okay. So that's going to be,
1: yeah, that's going to be really fun and interesting, especially since they've teased that it's going to be tied to another additional optional progression tree for your other stuff in the non roguelike part of the game. So, uh, Yeah, going to be fun to find out what's going on with that. And it's made a really good keep-my-hands-busy kind of a game while I wait for Destiny 2 to have more story available for you to experience.
2: (laughs) I am enjoying the story that I've experienced. I got to go back and play Witch Queen now, because I finished Beyond Light and Lightfall's stories, both of which were very good, and I know Mm -hmm. I did that. I missed the bit in the middle, Mm -hmm. so
1: the bit in the middle is very good i definitely recommend it um
2: you know
3: warframe is giving you really good practice for the new zelda game coming out because in that game you can actually fuse items together to make different weapons that have different effects and so you can solve puzzles in different ways mm. anyways that's it for my nintendo plug
1: it's also giving <laughs> me really good practice for uh, the next Disgaea game, which is coming out eventually, in which you can uh, sacrifice your units that you've been leveling up to turn them into weapons with the stats of your units. Whoa. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know how I,
3: I feel about that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know how I feel about the fact that you can reincarnate a unit you were using into a consumable item. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you can turn a person Ooh, into crazy. cake and then when it's gone it's gone. Like... Yeah, no. I I don't I don't like that.
3: That that doesn't sit well with me. <laughs> so, yeah, Ooh. lots of
1: lots of things to be excited about in this time period where I have a ton of books to read for school and no time to play video games except for all of this time that I keep <laughs> insisting on using on video games. <laughs> mm.
0: Uh, I hope you get some time soon, though. It's good to have rest and relaxation. Yes, yes, very much so. Jerris, what have you been up to? So I just came back from watching Renfield at a Alamo Draft House, uh, which was an excellent experience. Um, the movie Renfield is a beautiful juxtaposition between a horrifying and Uh, bloody action movie um, about people resisting Dracula and a heartwarming personal development tale about a man who is truly benefited by a um, mutual support uh, group and self-help. And they're blended together perfectly. And the editing is such where like some scenes are like slice of life, um, one camera comedy. And other scenes are like, this is a horror movie. Um, it starts with their introduction of Renfield's background by having them reshoot major scenes from the 1932, 1930 Dracula. The Bella Lugosi but with, one. Yes, but with the characters, include with, with uh, the their actors. And, uh... and they do it like shot for shot and effect for effect. Uh, it's very cool um so like bats on strings a little bit yeah yeah definitely um they have the line where um uh nicholas cage says i do not drink wine excellent yes um, excellent the renfield character is really incredible and they really grapple Uh, in this show with the fact that he is complicit in what he helps Dracula do. Yeah. And that is a major aspect of it. The other thing is like, it's very played for comedy that Renfield is misunderstood by the friends at his support group for survivors of like megalomaniacs who makes them codependent with this person. Mm -hmm. Um, But the way that Dracula talks and interacts with Renfield backs up everything that they say in the meeting. And he's very obviously a very human abuser who just happens to have magical powers. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing is the action is way over the top, but it's very fun. Okay. and.
2: I love over-the-top action. If you've
0: ever uh, been forced to play or regret playing Vampire the Masquerade, (laughs) a lot of the movie is, what if the World of Darkness was set in a much more comedic universe? Because they have so many of the same conventions, but it's played for laughs. It's very funny. Mm -hmm. Um, So is it
3: kind of like how I felt while I was watching um, the movie, What We Do
0: in the Shadows? (laughs) It's not... As funny, and it's much more action-oriented, but yes. Okay. Yes, very much. Um, I do have to say, I really love
1: for Nick Cage that he's come from a long-ago movie where he was a businessman who thought he was becoming a vampire (laughs) uh, to playing Dracula.
0: Yeah. He is so perfect in this movie, as is everyone. The guy who plays Renfield, Aquafina, per. Um, One of the um, most disturbing things is he says the thing that makes Dracula effective is he can see into what makes you a bad person, and then he tempts you with that thing to get you to serve him. And then when Dracula turns to the cop and tries to get Aquafina to serve him, he. Um tries to get her to be a bad cop, and a major part of her story is she's like the one good cop on the force and cannot deal with the force because everything is so corrupt huh. in that way it is way more like world of darkness in like uh social commentary, but way less like world of darkness in terms of the characters are human and relatable and, and the not things just that happen edge
2: lords written by yeah people in the it, 90s ex-
0: like the gross edge lord is just um dracula and he's very funny when he does it (laughs) um they also have what's her name who played christiana in um uh um, goodness the expanse is a crime she plays the most amazing crime boss in this movie um and just is incredible very good Um, also had a Providence trip, got to check out a lot of Lovecraftian sites, including this grave, which I talked about in the beginning. Um, oh, and finished Never After season, which was wonderful, not as horrifying, except in like one or two moments as like, it seemed like it was going to be and had like some very beautiful ending stories wrap-ups very good nice uh i really enjoyed never after i recommend that as well
1: all i know no, about man. never Damn. after comes from uh things that reddit talked about and then the very last two talkbacks that i watched without watching the episode so the talkbacks were very funny
0: yeah they the were la- especially the last two yeah
1: they were very focused on orange hat
0: fairy Orange hat, fairy. So at one point during uh, the fight, uh, one of the characters takes the orange hat and they transfer the orange hat from one mini to another. And then the players focus entirely on how hot the figurine is. And Brennan in the end is like, I got to be honest with you, all of these fairy models uh, came from angels and we could not find a mini angel who wasn't sexy. And this orange sexy one you're all obsessed with was just the one we could not take the sexy out of.
1: We the the art specifically you said the art department's solution for how uncomfortably sexy these angels were were to put hats on them. <laughs> yeah, the so orange top hat fairy was uncomfortably sexual. But also had like an orange top hat, and and he said that he thought that the reason that they were so overfocused on this one character was because they had never been in any of the rest of the plot, and then they showed up wearing the loudest possible outfit,
3: uh, which it's like really? automatically makes them the most important person, right? Yeah, oh, it's right? just like
1: Jonathan. Yes. Speaking of which, I saw that movie, but we're out of time. Uh, Yes, we are. We we
2: can talk more (laughs) about it next week, but we we loved it. It was great. Uh, I think we talked about it on a previous week. Uh, Uh,
1: Some of us did. I did not because I hadn't seen it yet. Right.
2: Yes, of course. Uh, All right. Well, folks, um, we are the Ace of Geeks. Thank you so much for joining us. (laughs) Yes. Yes. You can find us. you could, yes you could you could find the yes. science you oh. could <laughs> <laughs> I should never have given you this power uh, you can find us online at aceofgeeks.net where you can also find our other two podcasts um, let's mix things up uh, Edge of Reality is a podcast uh, that is our actual play podcast there's a season right now of kids on brooms that you can listen to if you would like to listen to awkward teenage hijinks at a magical school that contains no transphobia looking at you HBO Max and your fucking 10 year commitment to a fucking transphobe um, oh, and uh, yeah um and uh or i guess they're just max now um and uh um uh we will soon have a season of uh, uh candle keep which also involves awkward teenage hijinks but this time in a magical library where there definitely aren't any mimics
1: no none no not mimics. even not even one we promise not God. even a chair we don't Damn keep it. our promises
0: I completely forgot. I also watched the D D movie recently. Oh,
2: did you not talk about it last week, last time either?
0: I wasn't here. Oh. Um, I really loved it. Uh, freaking we'll, we'll hilarious. We'll about it next week. We'll do another refresh yeah. next week. Yeah,
3: yeah. honestly, I want to see it again. Me too. Cause like, it's
0: worth seeing again. Yeah. It is is way better yeah. than I thought it was going to be. Oh, we'll get into it. We'll get it. into
2: it. Um, Meiling, what's have in Radio?
3: Yavin Radio
2: is our
3: improvised uh, talk show kind of sort of thing yep. Um, yep. set in the Star Wars universe, oh. and yes.
0: wow, okay,
3: I would love to be like, "Hello, Sassy McSassy." You just um, got
0: groggy. G- Grogu's uh-huh. doing it California style. No, yeah, <laughs> no, no, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah no, um, and. Uh, We all play zany characters set in the Star Wars universe, and um, it's a lot of fun. Highly recommend. Season one is out, and we are hard at work on season two. Hard at work or hardly working.
2: Uh, You you can find us on Twitter at Ace of Geeks. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the Ace of Geeks. And, of course, uh, we would love to hear from you via the electronic mail. uh, Jairus, if they want to contact us that way, how do they do that?
0: A-C-E-O-F-G-E-E-K-S-P-O-D-C-A-S-T-I-N-G at gmail.com. That's
2: Ace of Geeks podcasting at gmail.com. I'm back, baby! Yeah! yeah, You got it on the first try! Um, <laughs> so, uh, my name is Mike Fadim, I've been one of your four hosts today, uh, and I can be found on Twitter at VengeanceGod, on Instagram at BrokenInfinityFilms, and on TikTok at VengeanceGod2 if you would like to see me lip-syncing uh, a song from the Super Mario Brothers movie, uh, please, please tune in to that TikTok. Uh, you Also, um, please check out The League of Swords, which is our Uh, well my uh, high octane fantasy sci-fi combination of professional wrestling and uh, um, like sword fights and like Mortal Kombat storytelling and it's great and you should check it out and we're going to be doing more shows soon um, hopefully at Comic Con Uh, that's me, you can check that out at Uh, leagueofswords.com Jerisco.
0: Hi, my name is Jairus Margopoulos. If you're interested in any of my writings on religion or spirituality, you can find that at firstchurchofthemorningstar.com slash blog. Anything having to do with Enki, intersexuality, um, or non-binary magic was written by me. Um, you're not going to see names of who wrote each things on the title, so if you click through. Um, if you are interested in getting into left-hand path magic and want to say no to Nazis, I recommend our community.
1: Fabulous. Rowan, go. Hello, my name is Rowan. Hey, do you ever get oh, wait, sad hold on. No, because sorry, you live sorry. in a capitalistic K- society? Stop,
2: stop, stop, we're all stopping here. This is a... Uh, I'm laying down a challenge. Rowan, you have to actually sell your really good music this week. You are not allowed to underplay it. You have to talk about how good it is. Yes.
1: <laughs> I don't know how to do that. <laughs> Too late. Do it anyway. <laughs> I made some music during the pandemic that... Uh, in some cases, ended up way better than I expected it would. Um, that's still still um, Almost play. almost every track that I made that is in the SoundCloud link in the description is something that after I made it, I listened to it on repeat for several days afterwards.
4: There you uh, go.
1: If that sounds like something that might be interesting to you, uh, if you like catchy little... Uh, Loops and uh, things in minor keys. Go ahead and check out that link. All right,
2: mailing. I highly, highly, it. highly recommend it. Very good, mailing. You are a blast.
1: Uh,
3: hi, nice. I'm mailing. You can find me on TikTok at mlkitty1875. Um, I mostly lurk, uh, or I'll post cat videos. So yeah, if you're there for that, uh, come check me out. Excellent
2: seriously
4: check me out or don't no.
2: <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> all right yes. folks thank you for being a wonderful audience yes. we will end the show yes. in the way that we yes.
0: always do and thank uh, you grogu for being our honored guest no no
2: no that was an ace of geeks podcast Hello and welcome.
1: Okay, just one broccoli. No. Just one. No. Come on. No. Please? No.
2: Hey Gorgo, you want some ice cream? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes.
0: With the lucky land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.